0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Los Angeles, California. It's the music capital of America. And this is Music Friday Live brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heppernan. And today we talk to a band of brothers, really a band of brothers, from Portland, Oregon. And we also talk with seasoned blues master from Texas. Plus, Matt Hager of the exploding out rocker band Halo Circus has a very, very big industry-changing announcement that will affect how you get music. So stay tuned. We're going to have a great show today.
0: Them in this linen net keep on so I don't
1: forget. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host on Music Friday Live. Don't forget this is your show. We want you to be able to talk to the guest or call or email the guest, so Our guests are here to talk to you. Call in at 347-215-7511 or email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, our special guest, the double platinum producer, bass player, and music visionary, Matt Hager, is on the line. Matt, welcome back to Music Friday Live. I understand that you're going to launch another experiment to try and fix the broken music distribution model. Tell us all about it.
2: Uh, Hi Patrick, thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, we, we you know we've been working on this album for three years and playing around, and we've we've really kind of looked into the most effective way of a small band like us releasing new material and getting it out there to not only our fans but but making new fans. And and you know after kind of a care, careful assessment of this industry over the last few years, I just think that. Small bands like ourselves are 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 at this stalemate where they're impossible to break. They're impossible to make uh, to, to to really do something independently anymore. So what we've done is instead of going the normal iTunes route, which is really the only way bands can can go. I mean, there are only a few simple ways. We decided to team up with BitTorrent bundles. BitTorrent. Is a technology company And actually in the 90s They invented the technology That kind of caused this whole po- problem With Napster and piracy And and all that And uh, you know they've gotten together And they're really trying to invest In new music, new ideas, new bands um, Help push art forward Help you know make a difference uh, help, help get some new music out there So what we decided to do uh, Is release our first single Um, with BitTorrent exclusively. And for the next week, you can go to uh, bundles.bittorrent.com. That's bundles.bittorrent.com. And when you see this page, you're going to kind of, if you haven't, if you aren't familiar with BitTorrent, you're going to freak out because you're going to see a lot of bands, a lot of movies, and a lot of media you've never heard of. And they're getting tons of downloads. And there's a 250 million user base Constantly updating, constantly speaking to each other, um, that the you know that the media doesn't cover, that you don't see on Twitter. These are just a group of people that are sharing files. Yesterday was the first day. Halo Circus is a small band. We sold very, very, very little of our EP. We worked really hard. We shot a video. We signed to an independent label. We worked our tails off to get that EP out there and sold a few thousand copies. In the first day of BitTorrent, we download, they downloaded 60,000 units of our single. Wow. 60,000 people have Halo Circus' debut single. Because of this technology and because there's an appetite for art, there's an appetite for people doing things differently. And when you take away the commercialism and take away the target ads and take away the pop-ups and take away the McDonald's ads and take away the co-branding and the marketing there's just a bunch of people living in the world, just like you and me, waiting to discover new music.
3: Wow, that's
2: and that's, that's what really we're exciting.
1: To do. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Um, once Thanks. again, people go to bundles.bittorrent.com. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Is it is it a free service?
2: Yeah, it's a free service, and you know, as a musician, there's there's a million ways you can use this technology. We gave away the first single, but but there's a second song, second new song, we're giving away for free, but in exchange for an email address, so people can right. download the first song for free, but give us our email address, their email address for the second song, and that way we're just talking one on one with fans. There's, there's, okay, you know. It's, yeah, if, I
1: think it's. A, it it's may a, not
2: be the. If it's not the future, it is definitely an improvement.
1: <laughs> well, I want everybody listening to go to bundles. Com and download uh, the first single by Halo Circus. And you all know Halo Circus because they've been on the show here. And and what's the Thank name you. of the first single, Matt?
2: The first single is named Desire.
1: Desire. Okay. It's a bilingual
2: okay. uh, bilingual song. Uh, we just released a video on Yahoo Music yesterday.
1: Okay. Well, well we have to take a break right now, but um, while while we're in the break, I'm going to go to, BitTor- to bundlesbittorrent.com <laughs> and check it out myself. Matt, thank you so much for calling in, and thank you so much for paying attention to what's going on in the music industry, and hopefully you're going to make life much, much easier for both those no, who Pastor, love music thank and those you who so make much.
2: music. I love your show. I love you. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Sure thing. Bye-bye now. We have to take a... Um, Um, A quick break. Don't go away because we're going to be right back. But we are going to take a a quick break. So here we are. I'm going to we're going to talk to you about World Arts.
0: World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros and play live to a whole new audience wherever they are on their journey. We want artists to get paid for what they create. At WorldArt, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists at WorldArt, it's all about the music.
1: And we're back. Patrick Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here on Music Friday Live. And before we meet our next guest, I, I, I want to remind all of you that you just heard a promotion from, from World Arts. And World Arts is one of our partners here, and you uh, check it out. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more about World Arts uh uh, later. Well, actually, why don't we talk about it right now? Uh, this is a global music platform that connects artists with fans and bands and industry pros. World Arts offers bands live performances. If you're in LA, they have a venue that is marvelous. I've been there a number of times. It's better than a lot of clubs, frankly. They also have the video, they do video shoots, they have a video recording studio, they have an audio recording studio. Fans can get new music, they can see intimate shows, they can meet their favorite artists, they do Periscope shows, they do all sorts of things, and it's all free, too. They're out there to see to it that fans and musicians get together. So that's www.worldarts.com, and it's free, we're there, and you should be, too. Well, the Portland-based band, my brothers and I, are often called Northwest Soul, and for good reason. They do soul but it feels like so much more. It, it's not quite R&B. It's not quite pure soul. It's not quite pop. It's all the above and more so. Northwest soul kind of sums up a new genre, and it lets us know that something new and important is happening up there in the land of granola and rain. That's That new thing that's happening is melodic. It's soulful. It's danceable. It's Great music that blends pop and hip-hop and blues and Motown and funk and R&B. It's the music made by three brothers and two friends in a quintet, which is where the name comes from. They initially released a a digital EP, Live Sessions, and they've just debuted their first full-length LP, Don't Dream Alone. We're going to play samples from the album, but more importantly, two of the brothers are right here right now. Scott and Eric, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having us. Now, I know the two of you have just one phone between you, So, All right. So, which always makes life a, a little interesting. But real quick, um, we, we need to let our audience know who's who. So, Scott, why don't you say your name and uh, say hi to our audience?
4: Hi, oh, yeah, this is Scott here, and I play the drums.
1: Okay, and, and Eric?
4: Name? Yeah, I'm Eric, and I play bass, and I also do backup singing.
1: Okay, you, you guys pulled that off really well. I have this image of you sitting in a car, uh, both talking into a cell phone, which has happened here before, right? Now, we, we both we both know your voices. Let's move on to your, your debut album, Don't Dream Alone. Um, I want to tell all of our Southern California listeners first that you will be playing tonight at the legendary Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. And tomorrow night, you're going to be down in the Cal State Fullerton. So you're in my neck of the woods now, aren't you?
5: Yeah, we're actually, sorry, we're actually in San Francisco tonight and then L.A. tomorrow night.
1: Oh, right, oh, thank you. Okay, You're yeah, you're yeah, at the yeah, Hotel no Utah tonight. Yeah, so
5: t- tomorrow night in L.A., we play at 10 o'clock at the Hotel Cafe. And um, okay. we've played there a couple times before. It's a great little venue, uh, a lot of history. So it's pretty cool to get a chance to play there.
1: Okay, and tonight you're at the Hotel Utah. And what, what's that showtime at, at the Hotel Utah?
5: That showtime uh, starts at 9.00. And uh, we're the headliner, so probably, you know, close to 10 or so.
1: Okay. All right. And and everybody in San Francisco knows the Hotel Utah. It is a honorable place. Actually, it used to be a hangout of mine, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Now, dreaming is obviously the theme of this album. And you use both meanings of the word. Sometimes it's an awake dream. Sometimes it's a sleeping dream. So I want to show our audience what we're talking about and play some of dream.
3: I need a dream, dream bigger to ring down the walls. I wanna live, live with her. See and do it all before I go away. Wanna live it all, not another yesterday. I wanna dream all night. Learn to imagine more. Open up my eyes so I know what I'm looking for like the sun going down, I want dream my life feel my soul live on
1: now you start that that song out with uh you wanna dream a bigger dream what what's the bigger dream
4: title of the album "Don't Dream alone uh comes from the bridge of that song, Dream. And I, I think the theme of the whole album for us was to dream bigger than ourselves. And in order to do that, I think you need to allow other people to kind of uh, go through that journey with you, you know, um, through collaboration, through uh, community, friendship. Um, and I think, you know, us being brothers, it's it's sometimes harder than others, maybe, to, <laughs> to uh, not be super selfish, but I think we've learned a ton through this process. And um, that song is really just about putting your yourself aside and and kind of making decisions and living your life, um, realizing that in order to do more, you need to involve people and open up to, to love and happiness. And uh, I don't know, just, good just advice bettering, anybody. bettering yourself by letting other people in.
1: Good advice for anybody. Uh, well, since you're, you're, you're three brothers and, and two friends, is there a chief songwriter?
4: So for this album in particular, um, the 11 songs on there were primarily written by the Wurgler brothers, so Scott, Eric, and David. Um, but then after an, an initial process of the brothers throwing around ideas, um, Johnny and Jordan, uh, they come into the mix and you know, they fill in the gaps and, and they help us uh maybe realize things about the song that are lacking or things that we should keep and never change. So it it's definitely a, a group involvement.
1: Wow. So this this sounds like it's very creative and, and you follow your own advice too. Now have have you have the three brothers always played music together? Did you grow up playing music together or is this fairly recent?
5: Um recent probably yeah within the last two years or so. Um, me, Scott being the oldest and David being the youngest, there's about eight years between us and age. So it's quite a big gap. And we were at ages growing up where we weren't really close enough in age to where playing music together was like an option. Uh, as an older brother, like playing in bands in high school before David even really had a voice to work with. Um, so you know he's he's still only nineteen right now, so it's still developing and it's pretty amazing um that he has the voice that he has at such a young age
2: so yeah, no
5: we didn't you know. we grew up we grew up in a musical home with musical parents and played music at school and in church and stuff but but we never actually did it together writing and collaborating until about two years ago
1: you know this this sounds like it could be a, a great television series at some point <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so a, yeah, after sure. you know after you win your first grammy uh, uh we should put you in touch with some television producers cuz I, I could see a great story here well i i want to yeah. give um our audience um a, a little uh taste of your soul
3: range here and this is a wonderful song called in the stars i need you by my side my one lonely friend. I cannot let it pass. I cannot let it in. And I pray, baby, it's you and I. And baby.
1: Um, that song kind of starts off w- w- with a plea. I wake up every day and I try to take control of the things I cannot face. I cannot face alone. Uh, were you guys in a bad place when you wrote that were things kind of out of control?
4: Um, I don't know if I would use, you know, out of control. Um, but I think with our collaborative process, we try to pull from, from all of our experiences. Um, I think the, you know, if you think of it as like a character in a TV show or a movie, I think that character in particular is going through some rough stuff, and um, sometimes all you can do is look up and, and kind of wish that somebody else was next to you. Um, so, yeah, that one is, you know, we do have some happy songs on there, but, you know, this is this album's about life, and sometimes stuff happens that you don't enjoy. So hopefully people can connect with that and realize that we're just you know, we're just people, too, trying to write about things that other people have gone through, we have gone through, and kind of helping people push through those moments.
1: Well, I think everybody can, can connect with that. Uh, do you guys have separate lives, or do you live together, or do you hang out together? Do you eat, sleep, and breathe music together, or you just sort of come together once in a while to, to rehearse?
5: Um, yeah, so like I said, about two years ago when we started... Um, diving in to do this this band thing it's such a big commitment we did actually decide to all move um back in together actually back into our parents' house all together so um that's been interesting readjustment but <laughs>
3: for everybody really concerned huh? <laughs>
5: yeah but it really did um it really did help us a lot just being able to be together and work on stuff at any moment and Um, You know, anybody that's that's been in a band or plays music knows how much of a commitment it is. And, um, yeah, so we definitely hang out and play music. And, you know, I think being a successful band, you have to have moments where, friends, you can't just show up and play music together. Uh, I don't think you're going to last very long. So we, um, yeah, just try and do life together.
1: Well, when you guys, um, you do a, a lot of uh, live gigs, but um, this is a studio album, and I want to play a bit of the studio recordings, and then I want to play one of the live recordings and then talk about how you approach the music differently. So this is, the, this is Fly Away, and it's the studio version.
3: something about your touch has changed the way I see I can't believe I was so blind To things right in front of me You show a bird
1: Okay, that was the studio version. Now I want to play uh, the, the same cut, only this is the live version.
3: and about
1: differences between the two are, are you know, ap- apparent even to a casual listener, but I wonder if you could tell us what to listen for, what you changed in the studio version, and why.
4: That's a great question, actually.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, I think uh, not just music, but if you're a creative in general, um, you always try to keep I don't know if changing is the right word, but you keep growing, you know, as an artist and you, you keep trying to find your sound or your style of drawing or your style of writing. Um, and I think for this album, especially, you know, when we were, when we were putting those YouTube videos out, really for, for us, it was a budget thing. We didn't have the budget to to film a full length album, um, but we knew that if we put out something that was live and good and clean and, you know, really good quality that, that hopefully people would share it. And, you know, lucky, lucky for us, that was the case and people liked our sound. Um, And then when we got into the studio, I think it gave us time to kind of breathe a bit and realize that there, there's some more that we could do with the intro to that song. And there's more that we could do with how we introduce the different instruments and, and and even the range that I play my bass um Skyler Norwood that was helping us out um producer and engineer he gave me some great suggestions on on how the register of you know the registered uh the notes that I was playing how that would affect the feel of the song and it, it really through that process made me think about the listener and not so much think about me as a bass player what is fun for me to play um you know so i think skylar especially in that process of being in the studio kind of helped us uh be outside of ourselves for the moment
1: well, when you're in the studio do you you focus on different things than than when you're on the stage and vice versa do you consciously try to capture the stage energy in the studio or is it just a completely different energy
5: that's the trick i mean that's that's really I think the key not that not that we know 100% what we're doing all the time but that's I think the key to a great album is being able to bring that same energy and capture that same type of energy um but with that being said it's so hard to do like I don't think or I don't know if people um realize when they go to a show and the audience and the fans like what they actually do to the artist. And how much energy they give them, and how much proves and affects and changes the way somebody can perform, yeah. and that's something that you will never. I mean, I don't know. We, you just can't recreate that in a studio. So it's you try to find different ways to just to make it sound um, the best that that you think it can, and and um, yeah, it's, there's always going to be differences for sure, for sure. Okay.
1: We're talking with uh, Scott and Eric Wurgler of the band My Brothers and I. You can talk with them too. You can call in 347 215 7511, or you can do what some of you are already starting to do. You can email questions. We actually have some email here for you guys. Um, the email address is musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Um, Renaud in Seattle says, Don't forget to mention you'll be at the Hard Rock Cafe later this month in Seattle. You want to mention that?
5: Yeah, I could. I could go through all the tour dates that people want.
1: No, I don't really um, have that much time. <laughs>
5: I know. I, thought, I was going to say I don't think we have that much time, but yeah, definitely um, Seattle at the Hard Rock Cafe later this month. Um, up in Spokane area as well, in that in that Northwest Washington area. So yeah, but we we're playing all over Denver, St. Louis, Chicago. So uh, there's a lot of a lot of big venues or big shows for us coming up, and uh, we're definitely excited.
1: Yeah, Portia in uh, Portland, your hometown, says, I missed your show last night at the Mississippi. When do you come home?
5: Oh, good question. Um, End of March, we play in Eugene, which is about an hour drive from Portland, so maybe she can catch us down in Eugene. Um, We don't have anything on the books for Portland right now, but I'm sure this summer um, festival season picks up, we'll we'll be be out again.
1: All right, and... uh, uh, Samson in New York City wants to know: uh, Did you start with just two brothers and then add the third one, or did all three of you get together at once?
4: Um, yeah, so uh, I'm the I'm the middle child, I guess. So all the middle children can feel for me in my position. Um, but I grew up going to a ton of concerts that you know Scott was in. You know Scott and Jordan, our guitar player, they were in a couple bands before this one formed. And I remember going to shows just in middle school and throughout high school watching them play. Um, and then at one point, they said, hey, we need a bass player. So I, I knew guitar, so I kind of joined them. Um, and that was fun for a while. We got to record a, uh, an album with that band. Uh, I don't want to say the name of it, but uh, <laughs> not important. Um, and that was an experience for me. I was about David's age. I was 18 or 19. And uh, And then I think once David was getting closer to the age of, um, you know, wanting to write his own songs and wanting to be a part of things. Uh, we started a side project that turned into my brothers and I, and, um, I don't know if we purposefully planned the the gradual inclusion of the brothers with the bands, but, um, it's so great to have this group of guys together right now. I think it's, it's hard for bands to find guys that you meld with on stage, but also off stage Um, and I just think we're really blessed to have this group of guys in this van right now
1: traveling around the
4: country and and putting up with each other.
1: We are just about out of time, but I wanted to play a little bit from one of your songs um, that, that shows your range, but maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone. This is Mistakes.
3: The only thing I know about you was your name the letters around him your local fame I only seen you in those instagram pictures left me wondering if the person here was the same I wanted to make you mine but i knew i couldn't waste time. you had so many guys on you they all just wait in line and i know it may not be
1: best that song sounds like a um uh, a little bit of a step out of your comfort zone but i'm going to let the the audience decide that one because uh we want to make sure that uh, the audience knows where to get your music. So when, uh, where, where do we send people to, to get your music?
4: Uh, we are on Amazon. We're on iTunes. Um, if you come to one of our shows, you can buy a physical copy. That would be sweet, too, if we could see people. Um, and then you can also go to Spotify. Um, we have a YouTube channel. We have some music videos currently up, uh, some new ones coming out soon. Um, and then, if people also want to follow us on social media, we'll be kind of snapchatting and instagramming our trip across the country this month. Um, and okay. we love connecting people with
1: that. Uh-huh. All right. Well, they, uh, everybody in Northern California to see them uh, tonight in at the Hotel Cafe in Southern California tomorrow. At, rather at the Hotel Utah in San Francisco, and then tomorrow night at the Hotel Cafe, and then you're going to be out at Cal State Fullerton, and then a the whole whole list of gigs from there on and so I, I i urge everybody to catch him live because as i say there's a special energy in live scott and eric Wurgler, 40% of the band uh my brothers and i uh, thank you so much for taking the time to to be with us today to pulling over to the side of the road and sharing that cell phone we really enjoyed it
4: thank you so much for having us
1: that website is www.mybrothers.com and iBand.com. Now, we're going to have to take a break now. And when we return, the legendary Texas blues artist Van Wilkes and his first studio album in a decade. We have it. So don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this.
0: World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Art, it's all about the music.
1: We're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O. Hepernan with a slight frog in my throat, pardon me, but I want to hear from you. That's uh, three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can do what a lot of people do you, because we know you're at work. We know you're sitting there with your earphones on and you're not paying attention to that PowerPoint on the computer screen. You're listening to us. So you can email us, musicfridaylive at com. I spend Thursdays researching my guests, looking at their websites, their PR packages, their Twitter feeds, their Facebook and their Instagrams, and more importantly, listening to the music. <clears throat> and this is always a rewarding experience, but... You know, sometimes it can get a little routine, a little soporific. <laughs> Not so yesterday. I had Van Wilkes' 21st Century Blues album coming through the studio speakers with the heavy bass whoopers turned up just a bit to vibrate my bones. Van Wilkes is the very epitome of Texas blues, and I think one of the best high octane blues guitarists in the country, following in the footsteps of Texas greats like Stevie Ray Vaughan and ZZ Top and Johnny Winter and others. Like them, Wilkes blows the blues apart with an electronic guitar, and then he reassembles it into something unique and even more beautiful. Van Wilkes, welcome to Music Friday Live. It's an honor to talk with you.
6: Wow, it's great to talk to you. I'm sitting down here in beautiful south Austin, Texas, and uh it's it's just great to that you're helping us spread the word about our new record
1: well i'm I'm happy to do it, and since you're in Austin, um you're going to be at South by Southwest.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that that's a blessing and a curse for uh if you're a Austin musician living here. I played the very first one in eighty one and we've been fortunate to win uh if you call it winning their you know best yeah. rock band actually four years in a row, and then I'm in their Hall of fame and then in two thousand nine won best electric and acoustic guitarist so it's it's wonderful the, the Austin Chronicle Music poll but if you're a working musician in Austin I must tell you, tell you we all kind of bond together on that it's 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 a little bit uh uh it's it's become massive and it it, yeah. it like president Obama's going to be here for it this year so that Oh really?
1: Wow. Yeah and
6: and michelle is speaking one day and he's speaking another day it's a wonderful thing but it used to be more geared to unknown musicians getting a chance to do a showcase and being uh so called discovered last last couple of years they had uh lady gaga, so that shows you where it's gone yeah it,
0: okay. uh, so
6: but it, it's still a cool thing and and yeah we are playing, we'll be at threadgills on the sixteenth and uh strange brew and I mean you people can check our website for for these dates. yeah, days, but yeah the... we're we we jump into it, and um uh, okay. it's fun, we don't sign up for it and pay the the dues, but we will play. There's there's so many places to play that don't that aren't official uh, spots for it that are just I as know. great.
1: That that great little downtown area of Austin with all the clubs and you just sort of walk from one to another. Well, as as a fan, I have to ask you, why did you wait so long to go back into the studio and produce this album a, a decade after your last studio album Running From uh, Ghosts? Were you just having too much fun on stage?
6: Uh, there was... Uh a lot of good stuff on TV. Now we we didn't slow down <laughs> in the least. Uh, it was just that, actually, we did put out a, a, a DVD and CD called Live and Loud from La Zona Rosa, Live and Loud in Austin, Texas. So mm-hmm. that, th- this may be the first studio in 10 years, but it, it, we haven't been dormant. And um, no real reason, just budget lack of a record company so to speak and then we finally realized these days you don't need a record company you can just do it yourself and uh so no no real reason just trying to get material together and
1: well well you did it yourself too you you have you ran a very successful kickstarter campaign uh and you're distributing Well, why don't we tell people where they can go to get the album
6: yeah, uh all the usual outlets that everyone does these days, www.vanwilks.com, uh CD Baby, Amazon, iTunes. Uh, just about, you know, just all the the normal places that that musicians have uh to act to for people to access their music. It's there. And of course, Waterloo Records here in Austin ha- has a mail order situation, and if you're in Europe, there's a uh, German mail-order company that's been around for many years called Just for Kicks Music, and uh, you can get it through them if, if you're in Europe.
1: And, of course, the best place is probably to go to vanwilks.com, right?
6: Yeah, because then you'll get an autographed copy if you so want one, or just come by my house. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> just come on over. All, All right, now, up, I,
1: I yeah. want to ask you uh, since since you've been part of the blues uh, for a long time, I want to ask you, uh, the fact that a label wouldn't jump at the chance to back a national class blues album, which this is, especially one that's already paid for, does that mean that there's something going on in the blues world, something not is is it losing a lot put
6: on in, in the whole music world that is so different yeah. when i first started. Uh i had a record out in 1980 on Mercury Records called Bombay Tears. I was signed with the ZZ Top company mm-hmm. and we were touring everywhere and and there were radio stations then. That's why i'm so glad there's guys like you around that help us get the word out because uh radio as we know it today is is gone for for people like oh, yeah. us and uh and and you you don't get down about it, you just adapt and you find other avenues to get the word out but um, yeah, as far as a record company goes, I'd still embrace a distribution and a licensing deal with somebody and and who knows we, it it may come we've always had one in Europe, we're looking for a new one now, and uh just to you know you can do the record yourself, but then it it hel- it helps to have a distribution network. But the landscape of the business has changed. You know that oxymoron, music business, uh, <laughs> certainly don't go together. That's but true. if if you love what you do, you have to uh, uh, soldier on and, and and figure out ways to get yeah. to get heard.
1: Well, right now let's soldier on and uh, hear some blues. And I want to I want to play some and give our audience a uh, a sample of the high octane energy of this album. And this is Drive by Lover
3: we right.
1: repeat yesterday, because it is such a great song. Now, I noticed that um, uh, Billy F. Gibbons has a co-credit on the song, and I understand there's kind of a story how it came to be that involves ZZ Top's uh, La Futur. Can you tell us a little bit about how that uh, recording happened?
6: Well, Billy and I have always been uh, running buddies, and in the late 80s, we were uh, in my South Austin home, and sitting on the couch playing guitars, and uh it's when all those drive by shootings were going on and it was just horrible and so we said what about drive by lover and uh and about 20 years later no how uh billy was doing La Fatura, and he said hey do you remember that song uh we were kind of goofing around with and i had recorded little vignettes on a uh, sony walkman at the time and i when computers finally came in the, on the scene i tra- i just for the heck of it transferred it to a to a hard drive, and so when he brought up that song, which I'd forgotten about, uh, I sent him little uh, snippets of things that that we had already done in, in '80 something. I don't remember the year. And he uh, came back a couple hours later with a with a track uh, that closely resembled what we'd originally done. He said, "Write some words." So I sat on the couch, got my bar band hat on, and. Uh, <laughs> had a good time, and it, it ended up on ZZ's La Fatura record with uh, Dusty singing it. And uh, so, of course, when it's time for me to do my record, I recruited uh, Billy's expertise. He came out to this beautiful uh, Relentless Ranch studio in Dripping Springs out here in the Hill Country that we were yeah. recording at. And uh, and basically produced the song, especially the vocals. He uh, just gave me his input on... Uh, I don't know, he's a master and a friend, and it was a pleasure working with him, and we had a good time doing it.
1: Well, there is a, definitely a, a masterful song. Um, and you mentioned ZZ. Uh, there's a photo of you in Johnstown, I think, with headphones connected to a mixing board while is <laughs> on stage. Now, now, what was that all about? Were you You weren't running the board. There was somebody else there.
6: Oh, no. No, I was there on a holiday with my girlfriend, Lisa. Her mother lives in in pennsylvania and i'd never been so I like, let's go and it turned out that zz top was on tour and playing in a johnstown about a an hour away from where from uh, from her town so we went and the sound man knew me from the Montreux jazz festival where I, when billy had me as a guest and uh incidentally i'm on their zz top live at montro for two songs uh just an incredible experience for me in, in switzerland yeah. And so, the sound man kind of took us under his wing and said, "Well, come, come sit in the circle here by the board," and he was just playing around, saying, "Okay, dig this, and put on these phones and listen to what's going on in the monitors." Well, that was talk-
1: a class, a classic picture there. All right. Well, yeah, we've been talking was- about. Go ahead.
6: Uh, it-, it was a blast. But but I want to uh, reiterate this Montreux Jazz Festival thing. I, I went as, on a holiday again to Switzerland, and ZZ was playing. And at lunch the day before, Billy said, "Hey, we're doing a tribute to uh, Claude Nobs, who began the festival in '68 or '9'. Yeah. And we'd like you to jump up and uh, strap strap a guitar on and join us on a couple of songs. So just Ooh. you know, wait. And there I am on on the uh, DVD live in Montreux.
1: Wow! Now that is it, it, a
6: great story. Uh, you were
1: at the right, you were at the right place at the right time yeah. with the right skill <laughs> and the right song. Yeah,
6: it was nice. Well, speaking uh, also, of right one song, little, one more little yeah, uh, funny thing about "Drive By Lover." Christopher Cross is singing background vocals on that. Oh my
1: God! Really, the great Christopher Cross. Yeah, and he Cross, also huh?
6: wrote a song called "She Makes Me Crazy" that's on the album, and we're going to play uh, a,
1: little a little bit of that too. Oh,
6: good, good,
1: yeah, yeah. Well we've been talking about uh the 21st century blues and uh, I, I really want to give my uh my audience a a title of it it's a little more um melodic kind of gut-wrenching blues so uh let let let's listen to a little yeah. bit of these blues classic, and yet it's modern. I love the line in there, would somebody please light the fuse? That's the way the world turns with these 21st century blues?
6: Yeah, yeah. just the word blues encompasses a world of of feelings, and my blues isn't necessarily what John Lee Hooker or Muddy Waters' blues is. Uh, And it's obvious that we're more blues rock than blues, but I hate labels, but I guess it's okay. Uh, but to me, we're in the 21st century now, and we all have our own blues, and blues isn't necessarily a sad thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, kind of, for me, what gets you through the day. You know, <laughs> a, a
1: lot of us, actually. Uh, we're talking with uh, Texas blues man Van Wilkes about the blues and his new album, The 21st Century Blues. You can talk with him. Three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or if you know you're sitting there at work with your e- earphones on, you can't call. You can email. Some of you are already music Friday Live at Gmail dot com. Let's, let's look at some of the emails that are coming in for you. Marilyn in San Diego wants to know. You've probably been asked this before. How many guitars do you have?
6: A man can never have enough guitars. <laughs> I'm not a gearhead, not a collector, but I have some beautiful pieces that I've had. Like my main baby is Mona that my dad bought me new in 69. It's a Black Beauty Les Paul. And, wow. uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, I love guitars. So,
1: Wait, I, And I think I the a, answer to your question is a lot.
6: <laughs> no, not enough. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Okay, uh, uh, Marilyn, that tells you that you need to go out and buy some more guitars. All right. Foster in Dallas. Um, He says, I know you're playing um, in Dallas at the Guitar Festival. Will you also be playing any clubs in Dallas?
6: We're looking at that. Uh, The guitar show in Dallas is called the uh, Dallas International Guitar Festival. It's been going on for 35 years, and we're lucky to be there almost every year. And there's always these big jams in the in the night uh, after you know after hours and major players. Uh, Robin Ford will be there this year. Uh, oh my god, I don't I don't know. Just check it out on online and Yeah. yeah we're we're looking for clubs to play in Dallas and uh, I'll be at the Gu- Guitar Maverick booth just playing some acoustic guitars. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be all over the, over the place in Dallas.
1: Well, Foster, that's another reason why you need to go to the website uh, and follow and, and follow him. Because I assume that that um, uh, man, that when you you get those gigs, you're going to put them up on your website. Is that right?
6: Yeah, they're they're at uh, vanwilks.com, and uh, no E in Wilkes. And uh, we're at the guitar show on uh, April thirtieth. That's a Saturday. So uh, if he's still listening, uh I would love for him to come say hey.
1: Okay, do that, Foster. Well, I understand that the band for this album sort of self-assembled. Uh, how did you get all these great musicians to come together at the Relent- Relentless Ranch Studios?
6: Yeah, well, living in Austin, we're fortunate to have a, a virtual zoo uh, overkill <laughs> of great players. And um, and when I write something, I, I sometimes after... I sketch it out. I, I think of certain people that might fit that song. It doesn't mean anybody's better than the other one. Or, you know, my regular band is Charlie Fountain on drums and Dave Ray on bass and and uh, Galen Medlinka on on bass in other situations and Josh Smith on acoustic and sometimes electric guitar. So we've got a core band, but it, it's it's really interesting to see what a certain player will bring to the table uh his take on a song like Chris Marsh Eric Johnson's uh bass player played on uh Just Walk Away and the song you just played uh, uh 21st Century Blues and just his feel just made it kind of jump out and um uh, so it it's 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 nice to have the the opportunity to to welcome, you know, a variety of musicians to fit the song
1: well, you you also got uh, Chet Himes uh, to do the recording and the mixing. He's uh, an Oscar and, and Grammy winner. Have you worked with him before?
6: He's done vir- pretty much every one of my albums. Uh, we've had assistant engineers, but he's been there since we did our first major release on Mercury in, in 80, and, uh, and that was called Bombay Tears. Chet had just finished uh, Christopher Cross's smash first two albums, and and he's a local guy, so and he understands my music. So it's kind of a symbiotic relationship where we can just kind of nod, and we know what each other's about to do. So it's a good combination. <laughs> I, I,
1: I love those. Well, there's a song on the album by the great Christopher Cross, as you mentioned, She Makes Me Crazy. and I want to play a, a little bit of it and then talk about how it got yeah. there. This is... Uh, this is... Crazy. That's a little bit of uh, She Makes Me Crazy, written by uh, uh, Christopher Cross. Now, for our listeners who may not know Chris Cross, <clears throat> Christopher Cross, he's a five-time Grammy winner and the, the writer of many top ten hits. He wrote Sailing and Ride the Wind. His last album was Secret Ladder, and that was released in 2014. He's writing and doing live shows. And, uh uh, I'd like to know how did one of his songs land on your album? Um, did, did Chimes make that connection for you, or did you know him otherwise?
6: Oh no, Chris and I are are, uh, are good friends. In fact, he's coming over in a little bit, and we're driving down to San Antonio to see Eric Johnson, uh, who's part of the Jimi Hendrix Experience tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just one of those things where where he had a, he's a great songwriter and an incredible guitar player. And uh, he wrote this song with me in mind, and said, "You know, here it is, and you, you want to give it a go." And I recruited Malford Milligan uh, to trade off on vocals with me on this. Uh, he's the, I think, the premier singer in, in town, and uh, he was with Storyville. And uh, uh, just, just check out Malford Milligan online; he's just incredible. Okay. So it was a real treat. It, it's fun when uh, worlds collide. Which in this case we kind of did. Chris has always been known as pop writer and singer. You know, he did Arthur's theme and won an Oscar for that. And and uh, a lot of people yeah. just don't know what a great b- rock guitar player he is. And uh, now he didn't play the solos on this, of course. I did. It's my record. Well, of course. <laughs> but but he played all the rhythm guitars and he had the track down. And uh, and it, it's just I, I like it when people from different genres of music combined to make a good song
1: oh me too i love that
6: we're always looking Um, for a good song and people can call it what they want i I don't care about labels that much uh in in the business world i guess you've got to be called something you know like blues or blues uh, rock or or uh i don't know less and less
1: less and less uh, yeah. We've got an interesting email here from um, uh, Regina in Los Angeles, and she wants to know, if have you ever thought of adding a female vocalist to the band? The contrast and harmony would be awesome.
6: Yeah, well, Lisa Tingle sings on, on this record. Uh, uh-huh. She's another premier local singer, and she sings on all my other albums where we do trade off some. And so, yes, uh, I, I love them uh trading trading off with a female singer uh, i i think the texture it takes it a, uh takes it to a different place you can hear lisa a little bit on there's a sin in there somewhere on mm-hmm. the track 5 if she wants to listen online i think you can listen on spotify
1: okay you you got that uh regina um manuel in los angeles as um i <clears throat> I he, oh he says uh, you ought to play here sometimes or have you ever played here sometimes I think you'd be great at the Blue Whale.
6: Yeah, uh, it's so hard to tour these days, and I don't n- mean to put a negative spin on it, but uh, just getting on the road. I know we played the Santa Monica Civic years ago with uh, Triumph, somebody. Yeah, and we've done a lot of major tours, but now the uh, once again the music business has changed so much; it's just hard to get out there. Like we used to, and uh, but yeah, we're looking at that. We're looking at agents, and and we we definitely want to get on the road, and would be uh, it'd be wonderful to play LA again.
1: You ought to take a look at RoadNation.com, which is a new service for musicians that allows them to plan tours by asking the fans to pay for the tour in advance. Oh, kind of like a, a of
6: Kickstarter crowdfunding thing.
1: No, it well yeah, sort of, but uh, there's a little more to it than that. I know that uh, uh Halo Circus uh which is based here in Los Angeles is is now setting up a national tour with it and and they've already booked a, uh, a number of cities. The uh it it cuts out, you know, the big middlemen and uh, it also eliminates the pay to play clubs too. Uh you just take, check it out. It's roadnation.com.
6: Rogue Nation, yeah. we'll do that.
1: RoadNation.com. Well, we're, we're getting a little tight on time, and, and there's one song, and there's another song in here that I, I want to play. Uh, uh, this is uh, one that uh, really excited me all day yesterday. This is Gold Digger. So we'll play a little bit of this one. Ouch! Um, I, I I hope that uh, song was not inspired by personal experience.
6: No, I, but I think everybody knows a gold digger. But uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. Uh, you know, you just pull things out of the air and try to put it down on paper and try to make make a guitar lick out of it. So
2: it's just well, a fun
6: uh, bar band song that kind of typifies Austin in the uh, in the seventies. Just that. Well,
2: I think it's just, uh, what I
6: call Texas swagger.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: all right. Now, I I can see that. Yeah, I, but I think it's also a 21st century song too. It uh, right. it uh, makes you tap your foot and want to dance.
6: These days we have guitars, not guns.
1: Yeah, and, that's right.
6: You know, yeah. And we're not the old west anymore. The, the, it's taken over by guitars, and we're
1: yeah. musical well, we, outlaws. Um, uh, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to, to ask you really quickly the the train theme, and especially the cover. For those of you who haven't seen it, this is a fabulous piece of cover art. Uh, who did it, and, and
6: where did it yeah. come from? I'm, I'm glad you, uh, that it grabbed you. Uh, Billy, Billy Perkins, wonderful artist here in town, award-winning artist, and I collaborated on it. Uh, we went through a lot of scenarios and different things, and I've always loved trains and uh he put the guitar on top of the train and just I, I don't know how to explain it. it to me it's just art but it, it's powerful you know it makes a statement and it's hopefully fits with with the uh, feel of the album
1: it, it it's and most, marvelous uh, it, it's, and it's a cooler. good reason for people to go to your website and just check it out and, and and also it's an even better reason for them to get a hard copy from CD Baby or from your website we are out of yeah. time van I, I wanna thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. It was a real honor.
6: Uh honor for us uh to do it and uh yeah, everybody check us out and um give us some feedback. You know we all got right. all the Facebook stuff, Van Wilkes band on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you and get one of those likes. <laughs>
1: okay. We'll do that and check out all of his gigs too. Uh, CD Baby, iTunes, all the usual places, but uh, stop at vanwilks.com. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, just like you want to like his Facebook page, and follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen, our program director is Jason Bartleman, and our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash Music Friday, or we're going to be up on iTunes in maybe about 10 minutes if you're really impatient to download it. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be the R&D song group tearing up the clubs across the country in their album release tour, Dirty Revival. I've seen them live. They're really something. And we're also going to have another Texan on um, uh, next week, too, the wild and wonderful L. Dusty. So check out our Twitter stream and uh, our YouTube channel and our Facebook page, and you'll get more details on all of the above. And right now, I want to say goodnight, everyone, and have a great musical weekend.